Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Infinity. This is a role-playing podcast in which the players enter a world of endless imagination and infinite possibilities. So what's the objective of this podcast? Well, I love video games and podcasts. So I thought, why not blend the two? Join in on the journey and enjoy the ride. Press start to begin. Hello, hello. Welcome players, one and all. My name is Joy Infinity. My pronouns are she, her, and today is going to be an online multiplayer episode. Yay! Oh my god, I'm so excited. (sighs) If you don't know, a multi-online episode consists of two or more people that are connecting through a virtual server. So we are not sitting next to each other, but we are connecting virtually. So um, I would like to have the guest player introduce themselves, their pronouns, their powers, the abilities, and establish the social bond between us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. My name is Antonio Palmares, aka the Hungry Bleak. My pronouns are he and him, which is, thank you very much. That's actually a very incredible thing to do, to even ask people that is so awesome, just because of erasure and just making people feel seen and identified. I think that's awesome. Thank you very much for that. Thinking about that, well, also that we are cousins. We, we are primos. So happy that we are primos as well. What makes me special, I want to say, is the fact that every day I feel like I'm learning and evolving something more. Like I'm 42 and I came in late to a lot of things and discovering myself, who I am, what I want to be and becoming, and I hope this word doesn't get thrown into the wrong context, but woke late. I feel like I was latent for so long and then finding, and then my mind finally opening up and then me seeing I have to try to break a lot of the generational cycles and uh, negative and toxic cycles that we have in, in our society, in our homes, in our families, in our relationships, what have you. So my, I think my special thing is just evolving every day. And if yesterday wasn't a good day, today is another day for me to get it right and do something better and somehow make the ripples more positive in, in, in the world. And that's it. As far as superpowers, I think I would like to have Bishop's superpowers just because he's awesome. He's got that... He's got all of this luxurious hair. His hair is just flowing awesomely. And he's able to take all the energy that's thrown at him, change it, redirect it, and throw it right back at people. So in essence, he has the ultimate shade. Yes. His power is ultimate shade. I actually love that because I feel that as a person, I have that ability too. And it took me a long time to figure that out because I have, I don't want this to make it all about me for a second, but just... I feel that as a normal human being, I'm, I'm like a mirror that when I am, I'm being my normal positive self. And if someone comes at me with negativity, my mood shifts and changes. And then I'm a mirror and I'm like, well, why are you upset? Why are you, what is this? So I didn't realize that that was a power that someone actually has. Yeah. 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 Bishops is, he also has the ability to always know where he's at so he can never be lost. Because he's black and he's Aboriginal, I believe. So he has 
that tie to indigenous people of Australia, which is something that you don't really hear about. So with his character, they were able to bring in a couple of Aboriginal characters, which is awesome because again, you don't hear about the Aboriginal culture of Australia very often. There are maybe, I think there are maybe two shows I can think of. One of them is Clever Man, which is really good. It's on Netflix. It was on IFC. I think it did like two or three seasons, which was really cool. And it delved in, it was like set in like the near future. And it dealt with a lot of the mythos in the culture and such like that. Things that I didn't know. And I love hearing about other cultures and mythology and such like that. uh, Because I grew up reading Greek mythology. And at the time, that was the only mythology that existed. There was no other mythology but Greek mythology. And if you didn't like that, you went with Roman, but it was just the name change. That was it. It was just, instead of Zeus, it was Jupiter, I think, you know, and things like that. But yeah, that is just an amazing power to me. I've, as I get older and people, and there's so much negativity, especially on social media, and we're so, we're so steeped in social media right now because of isolation and quarantining and not being able to go out, that that's how you really connect with a lot of people. And whether they are friends, family, what have you. I mean, look at what we're doing right now. We're connecting on this, which is a great way to connect with people because it makes so many things easier and able to do, but there's a lot of negativity in it as well. And if you are on social media for far too long and go far too deep, you'll come out just smelling like the sewer. Yes. Honestly. So as much as I'm able to redirect things back, I don't waste a lot. I give you maybe two responses. And then if you keep going, I'm done. Because if you are, what's the purpose of you arguing over the social media? Is it to change a person's opinion or just because you want to be heard or is it just to have an argument? Mm. Do how many positive changes come from having an argument on social media about politics or identity or immigration, racism, you know, especially with last week when we found out that Biden, his running mate was going to be Harris. I'm not a political person, so I'm not going to get into that. I'm not very smart when it comes to those things. But the amount of hate, and it, and it wasn't even about the politics. It was just a lot of them were just coming out about being hateful towards her and how she identifies, how she does identify with it. But it just became this really negative thing, and it wasn't having the discussions to actually have the discussions and, and exchange ideas. It was, I don't like this. Well, I don't like this either. Well, I don't like you. Well, this and that, and so much negativity. And I was just like, yeah, good. I'm just going to keep posting pictures about like pancakes, my Andy comic book teas, and like memes about aunties. That's it. That, that That's all I've got. Yeah. You know? So what have you. I feel you. I'm also not a political person either. So I was just like, anybody better than Kofefe in the office? Like, Look. I would I, I would vote for Darth Vader at this point because I feel like he was pretty honest. He was just straight up honest. And that, you know I, I mean? feel like, was the issue that I know I've had with people where they were like, oh, Kofefe, he's just being honest. I'm like, no, there's a difference between being honest and being completely, I'm trying to think of the word, like, crass. Like, it was, and I know I was Yes, yes, perfect like, word. Your people are confusing honesty with like complete rudeness and like no type of je ne sais quoi. Like, and not to say you need to always. Not I don't want it to be like oh joy. Do you mean like you're sugarcoating things? No, like there's a whole difference between you know telling someone their breath stinks and doing the whole hey do you need a mint 
or hey i have this gum do you want any like you're you still are trying to be polite but also referencing like you might need something the difference with your breath stinks yeah it's i'm being honest but it also comes off like if you're saying it in the way that your tone is is also like clearly your breath stink versus "Mm, your breath needs some work or I think you need a mint. Like there's certain ways and levels and people have confused your breath stinks as like, yeah, he says it like it is. Yeah, he is. But that doesn't mean it's right for everyone. And that's not the representation that I need as a black woman in America. (laughs) I know that is not what I need in in life. So yeah, I, I just feel like a lot of people are confused and well, we're tired of, we're tired see look i we're not about politics but that was just my thought like we're tired of the politicians and they're stuck up in fake ways i'm like "Eh, yeah like there are a lot of people that should call a spade a spade like if you literally are seeing someone shot and killed in the streets don't be like well they tripped and fell and bled for several hours and then they just ended up going into a coma and died no that that dude got shot like and he's dead now like don't try to beat around the bush and go all around and say like oh i don't i don't know what happened no 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 no. we 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 see what happened right there it's it's there so yeah politics america what about it like (laughs) yeah it's but your analogy about the gum is perfect because you're saying it but you're not offering a solution to it you're just you're just talking the talk so you just want to hear yourself talk and you just want to 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 vent and which is fine. It, people need to vent. We can't hold all that pressure inside. But after that, what are we going to do to change it? What are we going to do to make it better? What are you going to do to make it better? You know what I mean? I like, there's a way to say, bruh, I mean, you good today? Yo, I got gum because right now it's, you, you got a lot on your mind right now. I, I can smell it. You got a lot on your mind right now, bruh. You want some gum? And I'm like, okay, oh, you, oh, we're, especially with the masks on. With the masks right now, we're all getting a taste of our own medicine. And we're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. That's why she left me. I didn't, oh, damn. I ain't, oh, my, you know what? Let me go to, you know, let me go to, like, get gum in bulk. Let me just get a, a brick of gum. Like, let me just get a brick. Like, you know what? Let me go to the black market, you know. I know this cat. Let me go to Black Market and get like two keys of that pure uncut mint. Let, let, let me just get that mint. Let me just, you know what I mean? You I think know, I'm you, seeing you a know, superpower emerge from you, sir. I, I, I mean, for real. Like this, it's, you know. And, it, and, it's, and you know what, it happens. You know what, sometimes, you know, during the course of the day, you know, you know brushing your teeth kind of wears off. You know, you've been eating, you've been, Drink water, drink water. But again, you know, you, you've been, you know, you've been eating stuff, you know, because because we be eating, and so says the hungry boy. Uh, exactly. I mean, that's it, you know. But but that totally makes sense because, and what you're saying about you know the tone, you don't get that online. So I can say, wow, I really didn't enjoy that movie, and typing, and that's my thought process. Someone's reading it and saying, and they're saying, I like that movie. That's not how I said it in my head. 
And even when you're critiquing someone online about something, I critique the guy about a post that he did. And it wasn't me trying to antagonize or anything. I just said, you know what? I think the way you worded this wasn't the best in this climate. And he was like, oh, well, that's you projecting and everything. I was like, no, 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 I'm not saying that. And I'm not projecting anything. I just think, especially you as a writer, those words weren't the best. And as someone who reads a lot of comics, books, and articles, and such like that, I try to look at it at both sides, from the writer's perspective and also from someone who's reading it. And also, from, and also hearing it in different ways. And it just wasn't there. And he got a little peeved about it. I was like, oh. And I gave him two responses. And I said, okay, cool. And I backed up. There, there was, there was not, that was just me saying, maybe this isn't. Again, not being antagonistic. But that happens a lot with stuff because we're all hearing it in different ways. You know, it's where humanity is not a monolith. We all don't have to agree on the same thing and we're never going to. That's not going to happen. That's just not going to happen. And in the black community, sometimes it's seen that we have to be a monolith. If you don't like this, you're not a part of the culture. You're not a part of this. And that's not how it is. It's not. We're all different. Now, there are some things that I'll go, yeah, you need to, you know, go check yourself, stay in that lane and check yourself and then figure that out. But there are some things where I'm like, that person's not wrong, but that's their opinion. You know, I mean, as long as they're not, you know, their opinion isn't completely off the rails, like colorism or any LGBTQ plus of phobic speech, misogyny, like and anything of that nature, you know, like rape apologists or anything like that. Those, those people, I'm like, yo, you gotta, nah, we're not, you, not you gotta you. go over there. This ain't for you. This, this ain't for you. We're, we're here, you over there, like near like the new black hole planets, you off somewhere else, man. You know? So yeah, basically. <laughs> you right. And I love this. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. You <sighs> have shown us, I mean, if not us, I mean me another wonderful superpower that you have neglected to to show in which you are hilarious like you now that we are here and we have established a social bond yeah where do you want to go first because we're going to play the game and now that we're playing the game that's where we go to the different worlds now for you you clicked everything which i don't blame you for clicking everything because <laughs> i gave you no type of instructions I gave you the list of places where you want to go because it's like, what do you want to talk about in a way? And if you want to talk about everything, we could talk about everything. Yeah. It was just a matter of like setting up where you'd want to go because we're going to go there. If you know what I mean? Yes. Like, so I guess if you want to go to all five places, we could totally do that. Yeah. Where do you want to go first? Let's start at the top. All right. So we're going to go straight to the bar. <laughs> I'm excited. We're just going straight to the bar. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So we are at the bar. I haven't been to the bar in so long because of quarantine and everything. And I really don't go to the bar as often. And also because I never know what to order at bars. So I'm happy to be here with me, Primo and discuss yep. whatever's on your mind, especially when it comes to inappropriate things or, you know, getting drunk and shooting the junk. So. Oh, well, first off, we're going to the bar 
we need to get a couple of drinks. Let's just have something simple, basic, something that's fun. I love Angry Orchard. Oh, me too. Angry Orchard or Blue Moon. But I had Blue Moon last week. I haven't had Angry Orchard in a bit. So let's go with some Angry Orchard. Just something regular. It's got the nice apple flavor. Simple, easy. Comes already in a bottle. No pouring. None of that other stuff. Just open up the bottle for me. And it's cool. I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right. So for those of you guys who are out there and have access to Angry Orchard, please, suggestion, get yourself an Angry Orchard. Um, yes. I was turned on with Angry Orchard due to Primo. I'm not saying his name right this second because he will be most likely a guest on here too. But um, <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for people to be like, oh, who's that guy? And it's like, nope, me other Primo. He's the one that turned me on to Angry Orchard. And then also my other best friend who will also be a guest on this. Just blank, 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 blank. He also introduced me to Angry Orchard as well. So it's a really good drink and I'm glad that we're drinking it. Yeah, um, that Primo is he introduced me to ciders too we went to the harlem tavern and mm. ciders and he was like yeah try this one try this one and i was trying i think there was one that was plum i think there was a peach a pear one all of them. he knows he, he he was even talking about the spot that has alcohol in the ice cream Ooh. but i can't remember the name of the place but you have to eat it somewhat quickly because alcohol doesn't freeze so you know the ice cream starts to melt I can't remember the name of the place, though. I think it might be something Mills, possibly. We can ask him later today. But, yeah, yeah I, I haven't been to a bar, honestly, since... Actually, I was in New York last time. Mm. That was the last time that I was in a bar, and that was... Oh, my God. March, I want to say? Middle of March? Beginning of March, maybe? I haven't been. But, you know what? That's cool, because it's the money that I saved, so I'm not mad at that. You know what mm. I mean? And I've gotten to save some money. Being in a bar, just sitting here chilling, just everything starts coming to mind because you start thinking about food and you start thinking about, you know, the, the, the talk and we've been out. Yes. Where the talk just comes out of nowhere from left, right, all over. And I love having the insight of people who I identify differently from. Mm -hmm. I don't like to keep asking, actually, I don't ask men anything, cisgendered men, because it's the same thing. And I don't, I already have a lot of those thoughts and such, and I don't need to hear them reciprocated from every single cisgendered hetero guy. I know, I know, I don't need to hear you this. So having people that I identify differently, whether they are family, whether they are friends, whether it's in relationship, what have you, I love hearing those different ideas and backgrounds and thought processes and everything like that. I've been key, keyed into some really great stuff that I didn't think of because I don't have that perspective, you know? And it's great. But when you're sitting there and you're talking and you can start joking about everything possible and you know what, can we have another round? Thank you. That's it. You know what I mean? Then that food menu comes up and then you start talking about, this is one of the things I love about you is I know when you're about to go there. <laughs> go there you go, where? Going like, going to the point where it makes me have that dad face which I've been accused of and I didn't know that was a thing. Even when I was someone's stepfather, I didn't have the dad face apparently. But when when our friend said dad, dad face that first time, I was like, what? And I realized at that point, even when I said what, I had the dad face. I couldn't see it, but I could feel it. And I was like, what's the dad face? 
And I started thinking about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You have that bad face. Yeah. And, like, there, there's a moment when your voice goes a little bit high, and you go, mm, and I know that you're about, and yeah, your eyes do that, that, too. Yeah, your eyes do that, too. And I know, and I'm just sitting there waiting, like, something's going to come out of her mouth, though. Don't do the dad face. Don't do the dad face. Don't do the dad face. Try to be the cool primo. Try to be the cool primo and don't have the dad face. Or just sit here and eat your food because you're hungry anyway or drink something because you're thirsty. Just don't have the dad face. And I have the dad face. I try not to have the dad comments because that's not how my mind works. You know what I mean? But I, I know the dad face happens. It's, I yeah, love the fine, dad fine. face. All right, fine. You know what I mean? Uh, for people who don't know what we're really describing in terms of the dad face the dad face is not like it's not like i feel the presence of a father when i talk about inappropriate Mm. things and he's just staring at me across the room like gross the dad face is kind of like he (laughs) it's like this like your your face is just like was i supposed to hear that but i know say it and yes (laughs) <laughs> I know we're all adults here, but she is essentially, you know, like I am essentially younger, not by that much, but especially because we're still knowing each other and I'm happy that we have this relationship because this to me is better than my cousins on the other side. Like mm. my cousins on the other side, we never, I'm, I've been goading them for years to talk about stuff like this because at the end of the day, we're all human beings, right. but my cousins on the other side are on that pasture with the pasta, and they don't mm. really discuss things like that, yet it's all kind of underneath, and no one's really brave enough to say things like this out loud. So I'd rather have the dad face, because at least you know what the heck I'm talking about, versus yeah. staring at me with the the mom face and being like... <gasps> You said this? Oh my god. Like, you're older, not you, but the cousins on the other side. You're older than me. Like, you have children. Like, what is the big deal? (laughs) Yeah. You've done that. You've got kids. Or you did it in a really boring way, and now you have children, which is horrible. I think you should have done it in, in the fun way. Unfortunately, you did not because you're so repressed that you like this is the only way 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 this is the only way. we have we have to go on a mission and this is the only way to do it this is the only way to be on this mission mm. this is the only way if you get the undertones that i'm just putting in when i say mission yeah it, it's just it, it you know why because i'm open about just about every topic and i, I try to be transparent and I try to be—I try to challenge myself as well because, again, I grew up black family. I, I grew up as a, a black cis man, so there was that expectation, and you couldn't be this way or this way or this way. You had to do this. Meanwhile, I didn't want to play sports with the kids because I knew I wasn't good. I'm better now because I've learned more about my body to be able to use it in the ways that I should. I'm short, so I know I'm not going to be good at basketball. I know that. But I'm, but I'm kind of stocky, thick built, so and, and I'm kind of strong. There you go. So that was me repressing the dad face so hard. <laughs> that was me repressing the dad face so hard. Um, and knowing that I was somewhat quick and, and kind of agile, so I kind of like gymnastics. 
when I was going to go for it in, in, in uh, high school, they actually canceled the boys' gymnastics team. So I was like, okay, what have you. I mean, I'm not as um, as agile as, as I was, but I'm still able to do like certain things, what have you, stuff like that. And I like jumping rope as, as a kid. As a kid, in my neighborhood, being black and jumping rope with, with girls was not, was not, oh, what are you doing? I'm mm. jumping rope. No, 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 man. Uh-uh. We're going to go play some football. Uh, all right, I, I guess. But I was having more fun doing that. So I was always on that bubble of what was considered to be appropriate behavior and, uh, and, and, and inappropriate behavior. And at a certain point, I just, that my awakening was just saying, yeah, I don't really care anymore. And just doing what I wanted to do and feeling myself. So I started to just, again, I don't really like hanging out with guys too much because the conversations are always, just, it's boring. And I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I don't want to hear, if, if I'm trying to have a, like, like an actual discussion and they, and there's something about a, a woman, they go, oh, you know, she's fine. And I'm much like, I'm trying to talk about this other thing. Yeah, she is attractive. I'm trying to talk about this. And they don't. And I just go, oh, all right, cool, fine, whatever. And I'd rather go over here and talk with these four women about whatever they're talking about because it's usually a much more fun topic, okay? The drinks are going to taste better. I'm going to be real with you. You know what I mean? And it's just there's more lightness. There's more energy to it. I think there are, like, maybe a handful of guys that I, that I talk to that the conversations are real. You know, they're fun. They're educational on both sides of the fence, and there's no holding back. There's none of that BS. But we got to feel like, oh, you, you know, we both have to try and be like alpha male at, at the table, you know, muscled up. We don't. And it just, so that's like when we go out and it's the primos and it's our friends and we're all sitting there, cool, we're having this conversation and we start talking about whatever and we start talking about relationships. I quiet down when we talk about relationships anyway because I'm single and I want to hear what you guys are going through. But also it's me saying, I don't want anybody asking me any questions about if I'm dating anyone or not because I just don't want to even think about that right now. I just don't. Not that I don't enjoy a, a person's company as far as romantically or physically, what have you. It's just that my luck sometimes is really horrible at dating. So I just like, yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm good right now. You know? I've noticed so that, that about you. What? I've I gotta get quiet about it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I... No, I fade into shadows like you dip in like Homer Simpson. You're just like mm. Yes. 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 <laughs> I need that hedge right behind me so I can just go, yeah, so alright. And I'm like, oh, so you're quiet, Primo. What's going on? What's yeah. going on there? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I love that. I I am very quiet about it. Just because, you know, like I said, my dating life has been uh up up and down over years. I've dated not you know, I've off and on what have you. And even sexually, like, I don't want to talk about, like, I'm not, I've never been one of those cats who, like, when they talk about sexually, and, oh, yeah, man, I was doing this all night. First off, you lying. <laughs> you, you say, Ain't nobody doing nothing all night, man. Just stop. We tired. Just stop, man. Tell me, why are you lying? But, you know, you get, like, four good pumps in, and then you're done. You, you rolling over and getting that, getting that Aquafina bottle, bro. Don't, you know, you, you getting the boop, 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 boop. And then you turn off the SDN, man. For real, let's, let's not do that. Don't, bro, don't. Just, that mess just, I mean, that's, it just, it just, just annoys me. You know, it, it just don't, but I don't have like those conversations really much and anyway, just because in general, I've never been that type of cat. 
I one time I did, a guy said something, and we had both, um, like dated the same person, mm-hmm. and I used the term dated very loosely. Mm-hmm. Dated the same person, and he made a comment, and so me being who I am, and knowing what I know, I made a comment back that was heavy shade. And it wasn't trying to discredit him because, look, not all of us can do, you know, hours, such, what have you. Some of us, sometimes, you know, that you get that, you get boom, and then it's, it's done. You know, it's shot, you're done. You know, it's 10 to 15, and that's it. It's, it's 10, that. 10 to 15 is on a good day for some cats. <laughs> and that's not me, don't shade. Sometimes that's not your strong suit. Or your partner may be hella hella just fantastic and you can't you you know what i mean you just that's, gotta go. that's it we've all been there i'm not trying to be a, like oh no nah, i don't know what you're talking about look i a couple of times i've won a race that nobody was trying to win sometimes right. I, I crossed the finish line before the before the gun even went off i'm saying like this that's real and it happens it, it happens i was like look i don't even I mean, Try again next time, like an I mean, hour or two, maybe even we're ready. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Let me go do some push up. Let me go get some pull ups and some crunches. Maybe I can't, you know, but I've been with people who are like, and, and also because I'm transparent, I said, look, I, and I'm not going to pull up. Oh, it's never happened to me before. Look, that happened to me a couple years ago. Uh, I, I thought I was done. I didn't know. I, I, I thought I was good. I thought I was good. I thought I was good. It was good, good. You know what I'm saying? And it happened. Ain't nobody, if if people only tell you stories about being sexual dynamos, they are liars. You are a liar. Men and women and non-binary. People lie. Okay? That's what brings us together. Our lies. Yeah, that's what you lie. Oh, yeah. It's funny to have two people lie on their sexual um, like appetites and stuff like that, and they both duds, and they both sit there looking at each other like, so, and, and, and then the other person's like, so, so, well, well what? Uh, all right. And, and they're both holding the blankets up to their necks, like, you know, like trying to cover up their bits. You know, they've seen everything. Sex is so funny. When you, when you, when you weed out some of stuff, sex is incredibly funny. It it's, is. Truly. <laughs> it is. And the fact that it felt good, it would be so awkward. I mean, well, it is awkward at times anyway. It is. No, it was. It was something. And before I forget, what you said about men, like a few minutes ago back, I want that on a shirt. Or it's like I don't listen to what men say. Like I just don't. I don't like listening to what men say. Like yes, I need that. Because I have those. I'm already like some cats I listen to because I know that they're not about to be. Yet. But some cats are like yeah, well, and I'm just like no, no. But there are some cats that are real and upfront, and those are cats I'll talk to, and I'll have that conversation, and I'll say, "Damn, yeah, I learned something from them." Oh wow! But then most of the cats, I'm like, I ain't listening to this. I'm not even. Well, that's <sighs> how that's how I felt like navigating this world as a woman, because now I've also like you have learned to be more transparent because everybody's lying. Like people be out here lying, so it's like, what's the whole point? of lying when I can just be forthcoming with my truth and what I've gone through and then people can relate to it and be like, oh, 
that happened to you, girl? Oh my God, that happened to me too. And I've learned that with women. When, to me, in my experience, when you're more truthful about your stuff, that allows other women to be like, oh, okay, if she's truthful, then there shouldn't be any reason for me to hold back. Oh, girl, that's what I did with so-and-so. Oh, girl. Like, it just it just ends up being that way. Now, with dudes, it is a bit of a, um, like, a tiny bit of a minefield. Because, like you said, there are times where they're lying. And then there are times where, as a young woman, I have to almost pry it out of them to be like, it's okay to be honest with me. I know that girls will bash men for a bunch of stuff and that's pressure that I never want to ever experience and I hope whenever I die and I have to be reborn again that I'm not a man. I want it to be just for the penis, like just to see how how that thing works. But for the uh, most part, I'm good if this is my final form and I've done everything that has been on this earth. Sure, I'm good being a black woman. But yeah, like talking to men cisgendered men about sex and all these things it would be like at first they'd be like no like you said no man no no and then eventually it's kind of like i've learned to just tell men up front to me in my words you can think anything you want of me you can think all of the sexual things that you ever want to do to me in your head like just say it in your head don't so the, the the line that you cross is when you come out of your mouth and you say those things to me and you in your head thought I was gonna be okay with that response while we're at dinner in company right now. Like you were just like, yeah, I'm gonna say this thing. I'm gonna say this thing. And then she's gonna take her clothes off right now. And I'm like, no, we're with, we're with my mom and dad. And you're talking about how you wanna just impregnate me with multiple kids and I don't feel safe now. so i've just i've told a lot a a couple of guys that you can say you can think of all the nasty things you want to do in your head i can't stop you from thinking what i i think about things all the time in my head i never say them to the men that i'm gawking at (laughs) just you just look and you and you keep going so it's about it's it's about boundaries and Mm -hmm. knowing those boundaries and you ha- and you know we're all going to have thoughts, but the downside is that a lot of men they have those thoughts, and it, it comes to the point where they're just sexualizing so many women, and they don't realize that this person that they're looking at. And I shouldn't just say, <clears throat> excuse me, Ed, like speaking from that hetero point, which is what I am speaking from. This could go for men that are in any relationship regardless of their partner or partners, shout out to my poly people. Hey. Um, you know, you can't just sexualize that person continuously. But unfortunately, it does happen to women, especially black women, so much. And you have to realize that that other person has thoughts, dreams, emotions, fears. They could have intimacy issues, they have, what have you. Now, you know, if, if you're in a relationship with that person and you both have that that type of connection where you can be out to dinner and you can say something like, you know what I'm gonna do after dinner. And they're like, oh, that's one thing. But if she said, you know, hey, um, can you pass the salt daddy and you both reach for the salt, that's when fights gonna happen. That's when biological daddy gonna have to whoop 
boyfriend, husband, fiance, daddy, ah. That's when that's going to happen. Again, the thoughts can happen, but also have the thoughts to know that that person has something else to offer than, you know, what's in the front or what's in the back or that mouth. You know, you have to realize that the person has other stuff going on. That's one of those things that we that we're trying to break as far as like those those moments a culture that has just been so focused on sexualizing yeah this is not me no believe me i get down with the get down but i also have to be a responsible person and an adult and no boundaries Oh, and earlier when I was putting my hands up and you were saying that you wanted to see what a penis was like, that wasn't me saying, no, 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 I don't want to hear it, what have you. It's like, it's okay. It's it's not it's not all that it's cracked up to be. I'm, I'm be honest with you. During the summertime, uh, it's no. 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 Not the, in the summer? And the testicles, no. Oh. Droppage and the humidity, that's ridiculous. And if you lotion up, which obviously I do because I'm a black man and I don't want to be ashy, you Amen. lotion and then you get in the stickiness to the, it's exactly, that's my face during the summer. That's one of the reasons why I don't like the summer. One of the reasons why I hate it. But this is real talk. This, this is real talk. It is. This is it. That, that's what happens. This is very, during the summertime, when it's really hot, watch men, watch how they walk around, say like Times Square. Watch how they walk around. You'll see a lot of unnecessary movement. That's them trying to free that stickiness. They're trying to adjust for the humidity and the temperature and the droppage. Check uh-huh. it out. You'll see more of those movements in the summertime. Bet. I've done those movements. Because as a cisgendered woman, my whole life has apparently been revolved around the dick. Like, before I even knew anything about the dick. It, it's just been like, you hear it in songs, you see it in media and film and books and everything. Like, having that organ is like the best thing known to man, because that's of the man. And you're just like, oh man, I want to know his life because it seems like there's so much easy access and you can do so many things and open so many doors and you have the key, but... Some men literally can open doors with it. And, yeah. and that's amazing. That's an amazing oh ability. I hope that I could not... Well, let me not... Let me just stop right there. Because I was like, I hope I could meet one of those guys one day. And I was like, you know what? No, no, no. They, they would bust me. Bust me. Upside yeah, that's like, too many guys think that, you know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They want the horse. I'm like, no. Don't nobody want... Who wants surgery? Who wants surgery from having a good time? Nobody trying to get the horse, bro. This mm-hmm. isn't, not everything is like what you see in a porno. And I've, I've seen that where men have been like, no, it's not. Like, there's so much blood loss. Like, there's so much. <laughs> yeah, on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Okay. It's not like, you know, and there are some who are size queens who do enjoy it. And again, I can't shame anybody for their kink because, like I said, I get down with the get down. Unless your kink is like some off the wall. Like there are some things where I'm like, yeah, nah, that's very, that's all I like right on that line. But I mean, uh, not every, like, there's, 
and like, like I said, so much is centered around the penis. So much is centered between guns and uh, the bullets, even the weapon. Horror movies, a lot of like older horror movies, when you constantly see like a slasher would like go to kill a woman, they have a knife, constantly like that stabbing motion. Like there's so much, you know, on the those guys that think that oh yeah man they, they want a horse I'm like no this stop and stop shaming yourself for having a small penis like stop Word. stop stop and not everybody is wants like the average the average is what six and a half seven I think is the average I, I want to say not everybody wants you know nine ten inch that foot long not, not yeah not everybody wants the average because it hurts you have some people that can't take that mm -hmm. because possibly of a medical reason, emotional, psychological reason, what have you. Or that's just not their kink. That's just not what they get down with. Some like that small, you know? And sometimes small guys can benefit from it because sometimes they're into being cuckold and they enjoy that, mm. you know? So there's a way to make it work and there's a way for you to have to have a fulfilling sexual life if that's what you choose to get down with you know sure. there's something for everybody unless your thing is not to have anybody there's there's something for that too that is true yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like in i feel the world would be such a better place if we were truly honest about all these things mm. and not just assuming so much about people's lifestyle and what people are into and what well, you know, clearly I'm the man. I need to lay down this pipe. Not really. Like, that's not... You don't have to do that. Like, that's not... But then I also... This is my small, I guess, violin for men. Where it's just like... You know... <laughs> I feel bad because men have had that against them for so long. Which is upsetting now that I'm older. Because growing up, I always... Not admired but I always was envious of guys not to the fact that I want to be a man never but being a tomboy I viewed so many men in my family where they were getting so many benefits from being a man in the family and I'm like being a young black girl in a family full of like religious men there are no benefits to me except for having a baby and dying like being someone's wife being someone's mother and then death. So why the heck would I want to be someone's wife and be someone's mom if like this dude can run around and in, impact his own family with religion and you have to do what I say, I'm the man of the house and blah, blah, blah. So I always just viewed men as like having fun, actually enjoying their lives, not knowing that growing up that whole, you need to man up, you need to toughen up. You can't do that. You're going to be a B, like you're going to be a, like, a P. You're going to do all this stuff. And I'm just like, like how you mentioned earlier, like you being in gymnastics would have been dope as heck. Like that really would have been dope. And if not, I watched the whole thing, the, the, uh, the Netflix series. I mean, they're not sponsoring me, but Netflix series. Cheer. I was like, if you couldn't do gymnastics, you would have been awesome on the, on the cheer, the cheer team, like cheerleading. But I know back then probably was not about having men on the team, but that would have been amazing to see that kind of athleticism from you. But I can't even imagine the pressure of being a man and being like, oh, I want to do that. Cause I know where that's heading. Oh, he wants this. Oh, that's cause he's, he might as well be gay. And I'm just like, bruh, 
Like it's yeah. so I'm happy we've come a long way. Still lacking, but yeah, it's it's I can understand empathy. I can be empathetic, sympathetic and empathetic about that. Yeah. So Yeah, I mean that that's just part of you know, just seeing things from both sides and being and not saying that you have to agree with what's happening, but that you can see it and, and understand what's happening from that other side. So it gives you a better idea and a better understanding. So even though I don't agree with it, I understand it. I know what you're I understand. I understanding and agreeing are two different things and people nowadays right. have them being synonymous. I can watch something about a serial killer and I understand what they did how they did it, the thought process, everything like that. But I don't agree with what they did. It's two different things. And what you're saying is, is, is completely right, that it makes it look like, because everything is male-centered, you know? That's why I actually love the term Latinx. Ooh, yes. I love that term. I hadn't realized, and again, we're becoming more and more woke. Again, I don't want it to come off in that connotation, but woke because that male is so is so infused into everything that even language the default is a masculine mm -hmm. so even though we're both cousins english cousins spanish we're females and it's the male and it's the masculine form that you have to use and I, I started thinking about it because I remember being in school and, and uh, uh, Spanish and French. And I'm, and I'm like, and I, I was in the shower. You have your best ideas when you're in the shower. I'm in the shower, washing my my head because I don't really have hair because I shaved my head. And I'm like, wait, it's so ingrained that even that. And I was like, damn, like I, wow. So I have practiced instead of saying Afro-Latino, I say Afro-Latinx. I start using that. I feel weird using it, not weird in a negative way, but weird using it because I feel like I'm taking something away from non-binary by using it, but I want to use it so we can get away from that masculine feminine, unless somebody wants to use masculine, also to respect the, the Latinx, you know, just because I was like, Wow, I didn't realize it was so ingrained. Yeah, it, it truly is. I remember learning Spanish back in, like I started learning it officially, well, I would say in elementary school because they gave us songs to remember like the days of the week and the months of the year. And I was like, okay, so I've been learning Spanish like probably my whole life. But when it did come to the grammar stuff, it was fourth grade. And I do remember thinking like, yo, wait, so all of us in a room, there's boys and girls, but like, if you're gonna talk about they, them, it's Aos. Like we, we're all Aos, like the heck? Like, gosh darn it. Which is literally Aos and Nosotros. I was just like, all right, but there's there are Aos and Nosotras, but it's only if there's just women. But if we're all collectively as a group, it's gotta be Aos and Nosotros. And I was just like, yo, that sucks. But, but then I realized in English, when I'm talking to a bunch of people, I still, I'm trying to back away from using the term, hey guys, like, hey you guys. Mm -hmm. Like even when I stream, I have to be like everyone, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else in between and however you identify, like I have to, I'm trying to be specific because I don't want to 
you know, offend, let's say, obviously, I don't want to offend anybody, but I also want people to be seen. Yes. And I'm glad you're using that. I, I want to start, I'll probably start using uh, Afro Latinx as well, because I'm, I, I don't want it to be like, oh, well, I can talk about me and I can talk about my poom poom, but it's just kind of like, well, we're all in this together, everyone. So, yeah, like that's the thing. It's about inclusion, including, like, like truly including people. And the fact that you're even making that step to do it is part of breaking that cycle. You know, that's so, it's to us, it might seem like such a little thing, but to someone listening who, feels unseen who feels alone who feels like they have to fit into this box then they they hear that and they realize that the box isn't even really there it's a boundary that was it's a contract that was created by people that couldn't comprehend all the entire spectrum of humanity that's out there you know so that's even if that hits like you know that like that one person is listening into and they're like yeah 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 and they're able to find their truth and discover who they are. That's still a great thing. And it and it and it reverberates throughout the whole thing, you know. And I hope now that we are of that age, like I mentioned before, we're not that far away from each other in age, in real life, in IRL age. But mm. I do feel like we are more of a welcoming change because this is something that I expected from my parents when I did become of age as an adult it seemed like on tv and media that you're a child for your child basically forever but when you are <laughs> of age because my parents will always see me people parents will always see you as their child and i'm not trying to take that away from them but now that i am grown quote unquote i'm not 18 i'm not in high school i'm not in college anymore i'm I have a job, I've been working and I'm doing my own thing and I'm trying to live my own life. We should now be at a level where we can talk about these things and you can now lay down that parent curtain and just be like, at the end of the day, I'm a real human being. Like I'm a real person, I'm a man, I'm a woman. I met your mama, but I was doing this. I met your daddy, but I was doing this. Like, tell me who you were now because I'm living this who am I stage and I don't feel like the previous generation can do that for us or for me because they're still playing this kind of charade where I have to be the quote unquote perfect person for you even though I've already seen your imperfections when I was like 14, 15. Like, exactly. So I want to be that adult not role model, but just someone that is relatable for the younger generation so that they don't have to just be like, oh, well, my mom and dad don't do that. But I know someone who is honest and transparent with me about topics and subjects that I am, you know, anxious or nervous or apprehensive to discuss with my parents because, you know, they ain't. Look, I, <laughs> this is not a secret or anything, but as as a young woman which i did not know you were supposed to go to the obgyn and you were supposed to get the like hpv shots and i didn't see an obgyn until like i 
can't even tell you now. Like, I don't even know. I, which is sad, because I should have I known probably like 20, probably like 21, 22, I think. But like, I don't, I don't know if I even got the HPV shot. Did I get it at my pediatrician? Because I know I've gotten shots. Anyway, the whole point of this is I was in the bathroom and my parents were in the bedroom and they had, I think, either probably Jeopardy. I think it was Jeopardy. And on Jeopardy, they asked a question about HPV. And I was like, oh, okay. I've, I know about this because I'm a younger, I'm a woman. And also shout out to men because men also are in risk of getting HPV as well. The human Paloma virus and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. as I was going to go to my parents' bedroom and talk to them about like, oh, I know about HPV. My mom was like, I don't know anything about, it. I don't know what HPV is. I don't know nothing about that. And I was like, oh can't talk to you like Like, it was just like stop hammer time and just walk the other way because i was like uh it's like i don't even know what an hpv is and i was like yo but and again i'm putting my mom on blast real quick but i was like you're a nurse (laughs) you're a nurse woman like how do you not know what that is like i just i was just like i can't how am I supposed to be honest with you about anything that could possibly be going on in my life when that was her? And it's not like she was talking to me. She was talking to my dad, like through the Jeopardy question. And I was just like, ooh, so this clearly means I can never talk to you about any of that then, huh? So, but what? now growing up. You were in the room? Okay. Hmm? Did she know that you were in the room? Did she know yes. that you were there? Oh, yeah. She knew I was there. You know what? She that might have been just a ruse because parents do that. Mm. Like they act like they don't know. Because I did something like that when I got. All right. Long story short, my ex and I we had had some very sexy time that day, and the kids were actually coming home from their father, so we had to clean up. Mm. So we had to, you know, like you know, vacuum stuff like that. What have you? And we had to wash off the toys. Mm. And I I always wash the toys off because I have slight OCD and I just like to make sure things are clean. So usual routine would be clean the toys off, you know, using special soaps and the water and everything like that. Put them on a towel so they dry. Now we had, again, this was a very sexy time day. So we had about three or four toys. And uh, thank you. And, (laughs) And washed them all off and left them there. We ended up just having a really fun day, and we were watching like Food Network or some stuff, like those channels where you could just watch all day and never get tired, eating pizza, re- relaxing, what have you. She was doing schoolwork. I was trying to write a script, and kids come home. Okay, so let's get clean up. What have you? I forgot that the toys were there. Oh Jesus! And they were wrapped up in the towel, so they would dry quicker. So. Her son went into the bathroom to go take a shower, and he went to use a towel. When he grabbed the towel, this big old dildo fell out and hit the floor. There was such a thud. I was standing there, and the minute it hit the ground, I said, oh. And I turned around, and he was like, what's this? And I was like, I don't, what is, this is how awkward I am. This is how, oh, my God, the memory. This is how, just, oh. And she was like on the other side of the house with her daughter. 
and her daughter was a little girl. So I'm so glad it wasn't her. Oh my God, I'm so glad. Because I would have just ran and ran and ran. Oh my God, I'm so glad. And he was like, what's this? And I was like, wait, what? And I was like, I don't, I don't. meanwhile, I'm talking to him and I'm shaking and I'm like, I don't know what this is. What is this thing? What have you? And I took it and I was like, you know what? Let me go get rid of this. And I think I put it in the garage or something. I don't know. I put it somewhere so awkward. Oh my God. And I just stayed outside. He went and took a shower and I said, baby, I, I, I'm so sorry. I, you'll probably break up with me. And I totally understand this, what have you, but you found just found the, your, your son just found the dildo. She was like, what? And I was like, he just found, I mean, the dick hit the ground. It was wobbling. I was trying to talk to him and it was shaking because it's big rubbery. And I was like, I don't know. And I'm just so awkward. And she was like, but baby, it's fine. And I was like, no, I was literally sweating and hyperventilating because I didn't know how to tell this boy, hey, me and your mama like to do nasty stuff. So this is one of the, our, our toys. You know how you like to go to Toys R Us? We're going to go to this other store because it's like a Toys R Us for adults. And I was just so, and then the next day I made breakfast for the kids. And he walked in there and I was like, hey. And he was like, hey, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. But I couldn't look into his eyes that morning because I didn't know how to how to talk to him about it. And I said, do you want to have the sex talk with him? She's like, no, I don't want to. I was like, I think we need to because he just picked up a dildo off the ground that we was using. I'm glad the suction cup part didn't hit the floor because then it would have just been sticking there and it would have just went up in the air. And it was just so... Uh, how old was he? I, oh, he was maybe 12 mm, okay yeah. the okay. daughter and he knew he knew because it looks like a dick it had the balls and everything like it looks like a, it, it looks like it. the veins it looks like it. oh i know but thank you it was just so and i faked it like i didn't know what it was knowing full well i know what it was hmm. so sometimes parents do that just because they're embarrassed and they don't know how to approach the top. So maybe that's why she did it. Because as a nurse, I would think you know what that is. Mm. You, you know. I mean, I would say that's a part of schooling for nurses. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, you know what I mean? So I have never told that story. Wow. Well, thank you never for sharing it. There's, it's starting to bring up memories because there's another really awkward story, too, that was just fun. Anytime I tell a story like that, it's always me coming off as the idiot and the bumbling fool of the entire situation, which I am. Oh Some people will look at me and they go, oh, he's so cute, he's, you know, he's just, oh, he's so smooth, he's sexy. No, no, no. I will tell you stories that you'll go, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. You'll dry up, dry up like, like Sahara. It will just kill it. It will kill it. But that's just one, Ooh. it was just, and I'm standing there talking to him, I was like, yeah, I, I don't know, why am I shaking it? Why am I talking to him? I'm like, I, I don't know what this is, I don't know what. So awkward, so nervous. It's literally, <laughs> the way you described it, before, besides the fact that you said that you write scripts, like you were writing scripts, but the fact that you described it in the way that I could literally see it in a movie. I can see that scene happening with you being the, I don't know what's going on. So awkward. Shaking that dick. I was like, I don't know this. I don't know. I don't, I don't. And it's just moving because it's one of like, you know, the, the, um, uh, the rubbery ones. So it has that feel, that, that flexibility to it. Yeah. And I, was, I don't know why. Why am I holding this? And the way I was holding it too was just kind of awkward because it's like, it, it was just so, it was almost like a guy was sitting next to me and I was holding it and I was shaking it. But I knew how to, I knew how to hold it where the testicles wouldn't hurt. 
You know what I mean? Like you still have that thought process of don't hurt the balls. Like you still have that process. This is very. You're being considerate of. I was trying, but it was just so. You're oh being considerate God. of a a penis that has no human body to it. Yeah. In respect. You, you want to practice what you preach. You want to be respectful of that because it hurts. If they're touched wrong, it hurts so. I mean that. And I know I was I was actually on stream talking about that too, where I was mentioning because you know my stream's been nasty, and I was like, yeah, I remember in in elementary school or middle school where I would play football with the guys, and if they got hit in the nuts, like you know, straight to the ground, and I was like, I just assume that as a woman, if you get kicked in the balls, like it hurts in your balls area and the, the guys were like no sis like that rises to your stomach and then you just want to die and i'm just like oh because oh, i thought it was because then for that with women it's fun when we kick y'all in the balls we're just like yeah you're down but serious talk i would never want to be kicked in the ovaries or the uterus because i'd be like ah so you know women need to know this as well it, and it's weird feeling it's, and but that is also that goes with my thought about sex education where i learned about sex ed in sixth grade in sixth and seventh grade and for the life of me i wished back then that when we separated boys and girls that girls learned about their bodies and boys learned about their bodies cool but America failed us because we never switched the classes. And I'm like, we literally only, right? Literally, and I'm like, how come no, there are people that are thinking about this too, but I'm like, I can't have been the only person that thought about that. How is it that I only know about myself from sixth to seventh grade? I know nothing of the man, anything. I luckily have a father, but he wasn't telling me about the dick and the balls. Like, I didn't know the functionalities of those things. I just knew that those things were supposed to go inside of me. How they were supposed to get there? Let the awkwardness ensue. Like, no one knows. And then even when it came to the whole my own body and periods and all that stuff, no man wanted to hear about it. But I'm like, but you spend your entire life trying to get in it. You don't even know about it. How, how is this working for us? It's not. So... I tried to instill that early when I was in high school, when I had someone ask me when we were like serious, getting serious, oh, you know, maybe you should go on birth control. And this was high school and I never even had sex then. Didn't even have sex then. This is how stupid this was. He was like, you should get on birth control. And I was like, I have to take a pill every day so that you put your dick inside me once a month. like." If that was even going to happen, bro, how inconsiderate are you where I have to mess up my hormones just so you can have pleasure for 15, 10 minutes? Nope. Nope. And the audacity of just, he just knew. <laughs> you just knew. So you probably need going to need to go on birth control. Yeah. And then just keep, you know, just keep drinking your water or whatever. What? That's, that's why I was just like, wait a minute, if I don't stand up for my own body and my own thoughts, because I didn't get these thoughts from my parents, because like, 
like I said earlier, parents weren't talking to me about this stuff. I'll say that I'm probably gonna write a book about it, but my dad's main advice that I remember when I was going into high school, he said, don't wear sweatpants too much because people are gonna think you're a lesbian. And I was like, huh, I don't wanna give people the wrong impression. Not the fact that he said wearing sweatpants makes people assume you're a lesbian. I was offended that I would be giving people the wrong message that I was a lesbian. And I was like, oh no, sweatpants are bad. So then he took me kind of on a, he didn't take me on a shopping spree, but I went to an aunt's house and I bought a whole new wardrobe because I was going from my charter school to a public school and I didn't have enough clothes. All I had was sweatpants because it's gym clothes. Like, so that was my impression going into high school was like, oh, if I wear, if I wear sweatpants too many times in a row, people are going to think I'm gay. Like, what logic is this? It, it's, there's okay. moments like that that just kill it for you. And you, it, it, it's such a weird thought process to even, don't wear sweatpants too much. Oh, why? Because it's hot? No, because you're going to look like you're a lesbian and you don't want to give people the wrong idea. I, I, I don't understand how that even happened. I, I honestly don't. I, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, but that's similar to like what I was saying earlier about like, you know, don't jump rope. Mm-hmm. Don't jump rope because, you know, people are going to think that. I remember my father, he asked me once, he said, he said it in the best way possible. I was maybe seven years old and he asked me, he was like, I want to ask you a question. I was like, okay. We were sitting there watching the news on the TV and he was like, now there's nothing wrong with it, but are you, are you a homosexual? At and I was like, yeah, that's it. So obviously I must have done some things that were at the time stereotypical of being gay. And I was like, no. And I was like, no, I'm not. And he was like, oh, all right. And we went back to eating dinner. Oh my God. But it was a question that was asked and I understand, even now, I understand because of the way we see things and because of stereotypes, stuff like that, I understand when people don't know because I don't, I very rarely, like, do I ever say what my sexuality is. It's because unless you're trying to get some, don't worry about it. It has nothing to do with you. You know what I mean? And also because of me speaking out about things and being very pro, pro-protecting women. Not that women need our protection, but I'm saying protect women as far as like, you know, don't just let anybody talk any type of way. If you see something, stand up and do something, whether it's online or in person. And being very pro-gay, lesbian, queer, non-binary, transgender. So I understand why people are like, because when people, when I say something, I automatically get, so are you, and I'm like, what? They're like, are, are you gay? I'm like, you trying to get a piece? then don't worry about it. But it's always funny to me that they just jump right over by and pan. Like they, they just did, like they jump right over those and just, and, and they go again like, well, you know, there's other groups, right? Nope, cause that's the, the scariest thing that a man can be is gay. Yeah. Because especially if you're, if you're a Latin, if you're Afro-Latinx, especially, but if you're a black man in general with these ideas, clearly you are yeah. of the gay. Yeah. And it, you know, and, but I, I'm very transparent about it. And that being that transparency and being open and being able to say something 
like like say things like like one of my favorite shows is, is Pose. Love the show. Love the show. Pose. Oh, Pose. Oh, yeah. I yeah, still got to watch that. I got to finish watching love that. The, yes. L- love the show because it was a lifestyle I knew nothing about. I knew very little about. I knew. So I watched it because I wanted to know. And because it was something that made me uncomfortable, I had to challenge myself to become comfortable with it. Mm. I wasn't going to be that in that box. So watching it and loving it. And I love the character Pray Tell. Billy Porter does a phenomenal job as that character. The whole cast is, is, is phenomenal, but Pray Tell is so great. And I love when he's doing, when he's emceeing the balls and he says, the category is, and then he says whatever category is. I love that line. And I've used it online, you know, when one of my, uh, like, social media, like Facebook or Instagram, whenever one of my female friends has this beautiful outfit, dress, what have you, face beat, everything, just looking like everything, looking like Saturday morning cartoons, like giving you that feeling of, damn, yes, what are you doing? Like, even my mannerisms right now with this and everything, like that, like, that would make a lot of men uncomfortable. But even doing like this and going, hunty, girl, and when I spell girl, I spell it G-U-R-L. I go, girl, what? No, uh, no. Why are you serving all these looks? Why are you giving us all of this body? What is going on with this? What? I love you so much. Auntie, girl, child, please know, what are you doing with all this? Why are you, we didn't, we didn't come on Facebook to be beaten with all of this. You didn't have to throw all this at us. Why are you, what are you doing? My God. This is real. Why, and, and I started understanding why I got asked the question, but I'm transparent because I can do that, but then I can also take your girl. You better tell them. Don't equate, don't say, oh, because of this, can't do this or what have you. No, because the way I'm being and being transparent, being like that, doesn't mean that you are soft. Far too often that behavior, and they say the emasculation of, of the black man. No, I'm very comfortable and very secure in who I am, what I've been, what I've seen. So I don't have to do that. I don't have to put on air. I don't have to do that. I like the body shop. I like getting things that make me smell good and make my body feel good. I like getting incense. But then I like going to a comic book shop. I like geeking out on, on some stuff. I do. I also like doing push-ups. I like, like looking good in a fitted tee. And sometimes my shorts are a little short. Okay, it's comfortable and I like doing it. But I'm also appreciating this woman over here in the sundress. She's looking beautiful. But I can also appreciate this cat over here who's in that tea. And I'm like, damn, that's a nice ass tea, brother. Brother looks cool in that tea. And not have it be in a sexual way because I'm not attracted to him. But I can appreciate the fact that brother looks good in that. He's on point with that outfit. I'm digging that. You know? So that mindset is crazy. Just people like, you know, don't don't be afraid to enjoy things because you think society is gonna burn you down. There's so, there's so much beauty in, in the world and so much fun. I'm not saying that you have to be attracted to everybody out there. You don't. Be attracted to who your heart calls out to and who your body calls out to. It's cool. But damn, go out and get some sun on your body. And, I mean, social distance and wear a mask. Social yes. distance, wear a mask, six feet, six feet, wash your hands, sanitizer. But enjoy yourself. Enjoy the life that you have with, of what you can and try to embrace it. You know, that's... Oh, yeah. Oh. It- 
I love hearing that from you. And I love hearing that in general, especially from someone like you, because I feel like the more that we talk, the more I find so many gems that come from your treasure box of life, <laughs> your treasure chest of just like knowledge and wisdom. I'm like, you've gone through that. That's amazing. Like, I want to know more. Like, that's so dope. Like, you can have all of that and to, to find out the things that have made you who you are, the person that I can, the, the person I am very grateful and humble to know in real life and in social media stuff, but to have the privilege to know you now, I'm like, oh my God, well, he, I can see why he's become who he is and what he's gone through and just mentioning all the things. I'm like, well, of course he, he turns out this amazing because he's, he's gone through some things and he can have, he has seen both sides. He's gone through this. He's seen this. He knows about this. He's talked about this. He's, he's thought about this in a deeper level than just that junk is gay. Like, like how dudes just being yeah. women, that, that junk is gay. And just pause. having that mindset. Yeah, it is. Like, I, I stopped doing those things of saying, like, pause. I'm like, why are you, there's no VCR here. So why, why, why are you talking about pause? I'm like, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. No. That needs to be on a shirt as well. Oh my God. I'm getting, bro, you're going to have the best merch as well. Because <laughs> I'm already yeah. seeing on shirts and, and all sorts of, yeah, why? It, and it's so funny because men, cisgendered men, be the main ones having all the homoerotic vibes. And Thank you. You're so afraid, but yet you do all of the gay things. Like, yeah. And making yourself seem like just don't, like, just just be it. And just, just, you don't have to put that type of, because it almost, it's like a passive aggressive way of being a homophobic as well. Mm -hmm. And a big thing with me is I can't stand passive aggressive behavior because past, when someone gives me a passive aggressive comment, it's like a coward's way of being brave. Mm -hmm. And I can't stand that. Just say what you want to say. So if I'm out and I'm saying something, what have you, like I'm cool. Like I had a cat who we were hanging out. It was me, him, and it was a few other people. We were walking down the street. And actually, there, I think it was actually the same day where he said two stupid things. We were walking down the street and there was a plus size girl. And she had a little outfit on because she was going to the club. So she was, had a little bit of outfit on, you know. My tummy was out. Cool, what have you. You know, do you, sister? You gonna go out and have, the, have fun? Do you? He was like, yo, she knows she should not be wearing that outfit. I looked at him and I said, let me see your abs. He said, I ain't got none. And I was like, all right then, man. Let's, let's not, let's, let, let's, let's cut that volume down. Man. Let's not, no, nah, no, nah. no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, we're not going to do that. Later on that day, I started talking about women and sex. Again, you know me. It's not my thing. Especially with a group of men, I'm not going to talk about it because first off, it's not my thing to, 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 to say stuff or have you or, or try to boast or whatever or brag. He was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, I ain't against it, but, you know, I know I ain't got to worry about you being gay, you know, because you'd be pimping all on Facebook and everything. And I'm like, what? I'm like, first off, I ain't pimping nobody. I'm good on that. Uh, secondly, if I was gay, y'all wouldn't know anyone. And if I was gay, it wouldn't be a negative thing. It would be who I am. It's like if you're born right-handed or left-handed or ambidextrous, that's your thing. 
and sexuality is what well, I didn't I was of the mindset yet that sexuality was was and can be fluid mm-hmm. you know what I mean so I was like look man whatever I am is what I am okay it's still gonna be me it's still gonna be whatever kind of tempered his thought process on it though but it was just a fact of don't come at me with that stuff that old school bruh mentality that old school you know Clifford the player mentality you know you know talking about oh well you know tell your mom I said hi them type of older cats don't don't come at me with that I'm, I'm trying to enlighten and be better so don't come at me with that because I'm not here for it I'm here for having fun pancakes comics good movies hanging out with my loved ones and you know taking your auntie out sunshine shop that's what i'm trying to do the yeah. best lifestyle ever because <laughs> i know a couple aunties that would love your company the aunties are so underrated the aunties can be the coolest people at the family gathering they really can i mean the cousins are cool but everybody's got that auntie that is like who comes in with me maybe a younger cat or, or a really good looking cat or comes with different people every family event either way everybody got that cool auntie that comes in you know wrecks the shop and then leaves everybody has that i don't know about it if there's an uncle like that but i think everybody has that auntie uncles uncles are a different story uncles <laughs> yes it yes. depends because uncles they they to me cousins on the other side family on the other side it's kind of like yeah you might see them with different women but it's kind of like what happened there bro like what, what's going on you just is that a good yeah it's not like yeah it's not like when you see the uncle you're just like oh yeah he's out here slanging it and he's doing the best he's bringing quality chicks around you just see girl like women and you're just like mm, where did you dig that one up they're <laughs> just there on top of the fact that the 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 uncle is still finding time to hit on you when he has a whole woman over here. Now, here's the thing: Why are you hitting on anybody at a family reunion, bro? What? <laughs> why are you? What do you need to? Bruh. What do you need to tell us? Why are you hitting on anybody at the? Why are you asking how how old somebody is at the family reunion? When you live the life of a woman, Bruh. a black woman who thank God I'm not ugly, but wow, I have some stories about some uncles that have just been a, oh, you know, you're growing up and it's just like, what? The, had, that sentence is bruh, oh, it's so gross. I had you, an uncle. You showed up done grown up. Nah, bruh. I had an uncle who told me, like, by the way, I, I had, it had to have been a joke, but he was just like, yeah, you know, like, if we weren't related, mm. I'd marry you. I'm like, what? No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Huh? You gotta go. And what? Bruh. Sir. So he becomes that uncle that they say, don't let the kids play around him. Mm. Look, look. And I, you know, it's so sad. I have so many, I have certain uncles that at this point, people wouldn't even know which one I'm talking about. Thank God. But... It's it just be like that when you grow up living life as a woman, a black woman with all these family members who are so repressed that you can't have those discussions out loud. And when it does come off, you're just like, oh, do I have the mental capacity to ha- like the maturity to handle what you just said to me? 
not at the time, but I get, I, I, I clocked that up in my head and I was like, okay, I'm going to remember that next time I see you. But I wanted to go back real quick because even like you said about, you know, men and women being like, oh, well, that's, you don't even, when you're like, oh, well, I know you because you're not this or you're not that. I remember in high school where I think I was awakened a little bit to where I had a girl come up to me in the hallway as we were going you know transferring classes can't remember i feel like this girl was a white girl and i don't remember her name <laughs> i know i just felt like that, that was oh, oh sorry <laughs> sorry no, say it no say it i shouldn't have laughed at that time but just the thought of you saying that because i was automatically thinking yeah she's probably right right yeah oh yeah that's and i shouldn't have thought that but you do think that yeah because I'm like, who else is just going to come up to me in a hallway and ask me random questions? But this girl, which again, if if this podcast helps this girl reach back out to me and be like, oh yeah, that was me. Could you do that? Because I wanted, I want to thank you. But she walked up to me and she was like, hey, are you bi? And I was like, no, like I'm not. Because I had a boyfriend and I was just like, no, I'm not bi like what would give you that in in my head what would give you that impression that i'm bi and then she was like oh that's too bad and then walked away and i bro primo i literally in my head i was like wait what said what so at first i was like i was offended again just to be like oh did i give off that impression oh my god oh how did she she thought i was like bisexual i can't believe because what was i wearing the wrong jeans and then, like days later i was like wait am i cute like what like so it, it, it always hits us days later you were pulling and wasn't even trying that's what's up that's what's just, up that's what's up and <laughs> the dudes i was dating in high, that i dated in high school like I could have done better. Like I literally, <laughs> but I didn't think like back in high school, like I wasn't, I wasn't the dying piece, but stuff like that. That's what started my brain to be like, not even thinking about bisexuality. Cause that's how I identify today in the year of our Lord 2020. But I was just like, yo, that's not bad. If women also believe that I'm cute, not to say that I'm pulling women of any direction, but I was just like, wow. I can, I do see beauty in women and I can be like, yo girl, you was banging, but I'm not trying to bang you. Exactly. And I've, I've had those conversations, like how you said, like, I appreciate a, a man who, who Lord, I appreciate a man and some, <laughs> and some, like, he can look just as bummy, but like, you know, a good athletic bummy and just be like, yeah, you are great. But I, I've also have seen the way that men look at women, how we don't dress up as nothing. And we're just like, yo, but you you cute right there in that in that jersey and you just wearing like a t-shirt and you just got like these nice shorts that fit you the right way i've seen women because i got eyeballs like i got eyes i can see girls i'd be like whoa like why but then women will be like oh i wish i had the body like her you know oh my god i i wonder what she's eating as a how many calories is she counting no fool she got them titties. I'm happy I don't have those titties because I don't want this unwanted attention. Like, I don't want the attention. So, 
I feel you. And I, I learned that as, as I was a teenager growing up into an adult. But men do the same thing. Like, I'll look at cats, and I'm like, damn, I, I wonder what he's doing. But then I go, that works for him. It's not going to work for me. I have to be happy with what I got and what I'm doing. And I'm sure that there are times when there have been guys who are like, damn, I wish I could look like him with this or whatever. And I could be looking at him going, damn, I wish I looked like that way. You know what I mean? It, it happens. It's not said a lot with men because, again, it would mean that you're looking at a man in a way of, of envy and jealousy, which in a lot of people's eyes is looked at that in that certain, in that same way as possibly sexualizing them would happen. And you just go like, damn, I wish I had those abs. Mm. Damn. I wish I had those muscles. I, I I wish I had his hairline. His eyes are nice. His nose, you know what I mean? Like men do that too. You know, it's not, it's just like you were saying, it's not looking at them like, oh, well, I want to have pleasure. You're just like, you know what? Damn, cat, man, I wish I had that, you know, that chest, that muscle, like his bone structure even too. You know, could be anything from cheekbones to what have you, you know? It's just everybody's body type. And that, that happens with men way more than, than you think, honestly. It happens way more. The That's bar cool. has been amazing. Pay the tab, right? Thank you for paying the tab, and I will, <laughs> I will, I will put some money on that. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. Bar. So now that we are outside of the bar, we are going to go to the section that I'm excited about. So before you logged into the world of Infinity, I sent you your registration form, and on that registration form was a level of difficulty in which you chose ahead of time. This is where that section comes in. So I have five questions for you. You okay. chose intermediate mode. So there's easy, intermediate, and hard. And I'm glad that you did that. <laughs> you know, I love that. It's wonderful. Our previous guest at Tinktastic, she chose easy mode. So I'm glad to have these questions for you. Question number one, okay. what is your passion? My passion is creating mm -hmm. creating and whether it's creating an environment that's good for somebody whether it's creating laughter in a person whether it's creating love whether it's creating content it's creating that's my passion amazing question number two yeah what does your culture mean to you oh, that's interesting because i'm still learning about my culture and I'm still learning the different parts of it. So to me, it means, again, evolving, becoming a better person, becoming more steeped in it, and being able to, again, create an environment where people can feel the culture, learn about it from just me and just being around me and finding that out. So evolution is what my culture means to me. Very good answer. Oh, my gosh. Question number three. Who inspired you to be the way that you are other than yourself black women and that's not like me trying to reference like trying to pander black women black women whether cisgendered or transgender black women black women have taught me more than i could have ever learned black women have taught me more in a day black women have been this pinnacle for me and i was raised by a majority of black women wow Whew, I, let me just, oh, Jesus, thank you. Oh, my God. All right. Excellent answer. Question number four. What's a bad trait of yours that you want to defend? 
bad trait of mine is that I overthink things, but I feel like I need to overthink things because so many people don't think at all. And I feel like I have to make up for it. But in overthinking, I put so much on myself. So it stresses me out. That's something that I'm learning to deal with and learning to stray away from. But overthinking is my worst trait that I try to defend, but it's just part of me. I want to cry. That's literally me. <laughs> oh, we are family. Yeah. Oh. And the last question. Yeah. What do you not have patience for and why? Ignorance. No, no, no. I shouldn't say ignorance. No, no, because if you're ignorant, you just don't know. So you still have a chance of learning. Dumbassedness, let's say that. People who know that there's a different way of doing things that they can learn and they choose not to. They choose to stay in the mud, even though there's a stick right there that they can hold on to to pull them out of it. Or I should say quicksand that, that can pull them out of it safely and they still choose to just wallow in that dumbassedness. I give you all the praise. I, oh my God. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Well... Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for answering those questions. Thank you so much for your honesty. And I love that you chose the level that you did. And things, the levels can always be changed because, you know, whenever you come back, you can always change it again. But I do like that you picked that one. So thank you. Thank you. And now we've reached the save point. Yay! We're, we're at, I mean, it's yay, but it's also thank like... You. This was such a wonderful episode. I cannot wait to release this. Oh my God. Oh this my was God. very exciting for me. I, I, yeah, I just didn't know that it was, I just didn't know that we were just going and going. It felt like we were just having a conversation. That's why it threw me. Well, we are um, on two different servers. We're on two different platforms right now. Like you're over there, I'm over here. And I, yeah. I did not know what time you were operating on. So no, I'm glad you said that. Cause look, we got plenty more places to go. Plenty more places cool to to visit and talk about so now that we're at the safe point please tell everyone where you can be reached on the interwebs uh you can catch me on ig uh instagram under the hungry bleak you can also catch me on twitter uh under the same name hungry bleak i'm not too much on twitter more on instagram uh twitch i want to get back into gaming you can also check me there at guess what the hungry bleak uh (laughs) Not very. I mean, that's it. Don't catch me on Facebook. Just don't. Just, just don't. But yeah, those are, you can catch me. Just look at the Hungry Bleak and you will find my face or my avatar looking at you and you can get into all the geekiness that I have to offer. Excellent. Excellent. I love you. I love you so much, Primo. Thank you so much, the Hungry Bleak, for playing with me today. Thank you so much, players, for listening. And until next time, exit, exit game. game.